This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the May 11th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters, inflation numbers are out for April, and year over year, the inflation number is 4.9%. Not the 2% that the Federal Reserve wants, but better than 9.1% of a year ago. Does that mean we can curb inflation without thrusting the country into a recession? Even more Biden family members have been accused of receiving money from an alleged influence peddling scheme. Maybe it is just coincidence that so many family members receive funds in areas related to Joe Biden's influence. Title 42 ends tonight relative to immigration. The U.S. government used Title 42 to quickly send back illegal immigrants during the COVID era. Now the U.S. government will have to use existing laws instead of misusing old regulations. Are we up to the task? I can't say in Joe Biden I trust. George Santo is a U.S. congressman from the mediocre state of New York. He has recently been charged by the feds with wire fraud, money laundering, theft of public funds, and making false statements. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy says he won't support the bad congressman in his re-election efforts. And one wonders if Santos will resign. Given that the government will pick uh, a replacement and she is a Democrat, this would narrow the Republicans' already slim majority in the House and place more power in radicals like Matt Gates. I feel guilty about calling Matt Gates a radical. He feels like a radical, but some of his radical thoughts include not spending money like drunken sailors. In today's environment, that is labeled a radical. I am skipping the death of a subway belligerent in New York who was harassing riders in a mass shooting in Texas, and others like the alleged purposeful shooting of two white people by a black person. I am getting tired of looking at these cases and observing that the amount of coverage correlates with race and whether or not the incident supports a cherished media narrative. Moving on. A jury found against Trump in a rape and defamation case. Per an article in NPR, the jury, in a civil and not a criminal case, did not find that Trump raped the plaintiff, rather that he sexually abused her and then defamed her when he denied the story. In my view, this case was different than other he said, she said cases because she had testimony from friends who she told about the event shortly after it happened. In my mind, this verdict should seriously hurt Trump's chances of winning the nomination. I have heard others say not so much. Before liberals get too high and mighty, I suggest they read Tara Reid's allegations of what Joe Biden did to her in the U.S. Capitol when she worked in his Senate office. Most of us have been reading about the impending doom that will occur if Washington fails to raise the debt ceiling. What is the debt ceiling? A ceiling imposed by Congress and signed by the president that puts a cap on the total amount of debt that our government can have. Per Wikipedia, quote, before 1917, there was no debt ceiling in force, but there were parliamentary procedural limitations on the amount of debt that could be issued by the government, end quote. More generally, I would say there was a consensus not to run up the debt except in extraordinary circumstances and then to try to pay it back. Now the chatter seems to be that it is outrageous that conditions may be placed on the raising of the debt limit and it is awful that we may default on our debt. My response is bullshit. I like to start with root cause. 
The outrageous part is that we continue to run up our public debt. A policy of free shit with no regard to the ability to repay is not a good long-term prospect for a family's finances, nor for a country's finances. And this is a bipartisan failure. A frequent listener shared a graph showing the inexorable increase in the public debt regardless of the party in power. Further, sometimes the debt is incurred out of sync with the party that pushed for the spending. Spending may be approved, but the implementation is a few years hence. That is sometimes done to pretend a bill is deficit neutral when, like Obamacare, they had 10 years of taxes pay for 7 years of increased spending. In that case, they also booked profits from the government taking over student loans, though they had to pretend repayment rates would be similar to normal loans. Whoops, that one didn't age well. The chatter that keeps pissing me off involves the idea that if the debt ceiling is not increased, then we will not be able to pay what we owe on our national debt, basically the interest payments. Why? Why can we only pay our interest obligations if we raise the debt ceiling? I checked, and revenues in fiscal 22 uh, were $4.9 trillion. Seems to me we could choose to pay our debt payment out of the $4.9 trillion. Of course, we would have to forego other spending. We would have to make adult choices. It pisses me off that we act like we have no choice on whether to pay the debt payment when it is clearly a choice. Unfortunately, we spend so much more than we take in that the choices will be difficult. In fiscal year 2022, we spent $6.27 trillion. That is $1.37 trillion more in expenditures than in revenues. Spending is 28% more than we collected in revenues. 28% more. We have a serious problem. Note, COVID could have affected these numbers, but we still will have issues. I think it is likely impossible to suddenly decrease spending by 28%, so raising the debt ceiling makes sense. But doesn't it also make sense to improve some constraints, at least on the growth in future spending? That is what the Republican-led bill in the House does. They are being attacked for not passing a clean bill. I'm glad they did not pass a clean bill. We need changes and spending constraints. Biden's minions and the gobbledygook media say the clean bill should be passed and deficit reduction should occur separately. Yeah, right. Checks in the mail. At least this time, instead of the Republicans' position being aspirational, they have passed a bill. If the Senate does not pass the bill or negotiate on a different bill, when the ceiling is reached, Republicans can say they did their job. I doubt the gobbledygook media will report it that way, but we will see. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.